This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are Bad Moms in Business, and we are back in a brand new year. Yes, we are. No kidding. I feel like we truly just recorded. We're in a brand new year, 2022, like yesterday. No kidding. It was absolutely insane. I cannot believe that it's 2023. Can't. I can't. I cannot wrap my brain around it. It should be like 2017 or something, right? (laughs) Like that's the year that feels appropriate. Yes. It's funny because I was looking through Facebook memories Mm. of the kids doing New Year's Eve stuff every year, you know? And it hit like 2016, 2017. And I was like, 20, 2017, like never knew her. Who is she? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point. Who really remembers 2017? No, 2016. I do. <laughs> Daniel's like, I vividly do. I do. I really it, do. It was more babies. It was... Life was different. Um, I yeah. I it seems like a lifetime ago though. Yeah. Yes. It really does. I don't even feel like the same person anymore. And I'll just kind of bring this into the conversation right away. I mm-hmm. my heart just did not feel settled this holiday season and this oh. new year. Are you guys kind of feeling like I? Even the most holly jolly of people, I still felt like they were lacking that Christmas spirit. Like they did it. They checked all of the things off of the list that needed to be done to have a normal Christmas. But there really was no normal Christmas this year. And it really made me go. In my situation, we've kind of discussed it so different because Owen's going to be 16. And the season of what Christmas looks like felt different. But Mm. I've had people with young ones who should be in the like knee deep into that joy, just feel like it just didn't feel right. What do you guys say on that? Listen, I am not the most holly and jolliest of people. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas is not my season. So I'm going to compare this to how my Halloween went down. (laughs) Because my Halloween is my Christmas to everybody else, right? This is true. This is true. I was <laughs> extremely overwhelmed mm-hmm. and stressed. And don't get me wrong, I have a three-year-old and I had, let's see, at the time he was an eight-month-old for Halloween mm-hmm. and it was a hard time. My child, my baby still is not sleeping. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, And I took down my Halloween decorations early before Halloween because what? I needed one less thing in my life. Wow. I, I look forward to Halloween so much. We do like this parade. My kids were sick like all October, which was mm. a new experience for me having to and having them both sick at the same time and then me getting sick and my husband getting sick and stuff. So it, Halloween felt really weird. Christmas felt pretty normal for me because <laughs> that's just how I always am. I did want to take down the, the Christmas decorations the day after Christmas and my husband wouldn't let me. So we waited a couple of days and then took them down and I was very happy to do so. <laughs> but 
but I like and can respect that you're comparing it to your Halloween, which is other people's Christmas cheer. You have mm-hmm. Halloween cheer and I it do. just seemed off this year. And so I, I don't think I could really hone in on what it was other than I think just a lot of people are exhausted. I, I don't know. Just a, it's just a long year. I mean, it went by so fast, yeah. but yeah, it, it in the same regard, like I feel like so much this the last couple of years have just been really heavy mm-hmm. and for me personally, visual clutter is a huge thing mm-hmm. and having new decorations out and stuff. And, oh, it's just a lot for me. I agree. I'll Marcus will never listen to this podcast, so I'll divulge a secret. Mm-hmm. We've oh, often said that Amanda keeps changing the older she gets. And here we are changing mm-hmm. again. So okay. <laughs> you said you took your Halloween down early. I didn't take my Christmas down early, but so help me God, I did take it down the very next day, like starting at six o'clock in the morning because I was not happy with my hubby. Hey. And oh. I was stomping carrying up those totes on the basement steps. <laughs> I was thumping them down. I was making noise because Owen was upstairs. He wouldn't have been able to hear any of it. And he's a pretty good sleeper if because he goes to sleep so late sometimes. So I it was just because I was annoyed with Marcus. And uh, yep. so I that was how I got the ambition to get it done. So by like nine o'clock that day, Marcus was up and <laughs> Christmas was gone. <laughs> That is so funny. So, so, I love that. That's yeah. <clears throat> you know, we've all done something like that at some point <laughs> in our lives. Well, and dare him to come out and say, I'm trying to sleep when I'm taking down Christmas. <laughs> so he didn't. Uh-uh. He did not. Because I would have said, then help. <laughs> we've, we've had the conversation about funerals and stuff, right? Of like what they would want and stuff. Say something like that to me. Say, say it. I dare like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one of the things too, and I I don't want to use this term lightly, but I feel like the last couple of Christmases we've had because of COVID, because of, um, you know, family dynamics, whatever, have been kind of bummers, right? So it's almost like we went into this with PTSD somehow. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't want to use that term lightly because that is a real thing. Um but whatever, like, the minimal version of that is. Yeah. That's like a really, kind of really good point. Crept into it, like, looking around, making sure that we were okay. Um, plus, that's the flu is so bad right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's just, like, you want to get together. And we did. But at the same time, I was like, am I going to get something for some of these people? <laughs> I don't want that flu. <laughs> it, that's a really good point. Like this was the first year that my family is complete, right? Like we have our two boys. That's all we're going to have. And so I was so excited for Jet to experience my my baby to experience Christmas for the first time. Um, but also at the same time, I'm like terrified for him to be around people right now because he's a baby and RSV and the flu and everything. So yeah, I think you're totally right on that. Yeah. But it's a new year. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm ready for it. A new chapter. Mm-hmm. So I am I am looking forward to that and to see, you know, what changes right. this year brings. Let me ask you guys the question. Are you guys the new year, new me or new year, same me? New year, same me. Mm. Amanda. 
I'm New Year, but refining me. Ooh, I dig not, it. I dig not it. redefining because I've done that already. So I think it's just like I'm refining who I am okay. and I'm working with that. And you? I dig it. I am a new me every year. <laughs> every year I am a new me. Do I change into a new me every year? No. But I think resolutions get a bad rap. Everybody has been dogging on them the last couple of years. And mm. I get it. A lot of people set, and myself included, set unrealistic goals mm. and think that everything's miraculously going to change and I'm going to be a completely different person. So I get it. But I also am an extremely goal-oriented, motivated person. I love a new... Okay, this year started on a Sunday. Yeah. You yeah. know how lovely that looks on a calendar? That <laughs> worked out so well in my brain. <laughs> and it's. Ha- I think it happened in like 2018 or something as well. Oh, dude, I love it so much. It's so good. So I was like, yes, this year. This is going to be here because of that. I was making out my little calendar and stuff. Ooh, I know I can't be alone on that. I cannot be alone on that. You know, You're alone in this room. <laughs> but I will Fair. recapping back to the Christmas spirit. I did read some comments where people said the way that this Christmas fell because Christmas Eve was on a Saturday, Christmas was on a Sunday. It made it seem like a normal weekend off almost where if it's in the middle of the week, hmm. it feels a little bit more special, a little bit more different because it's That's a true. it's a different day off. And so I think your point and where it landed on the calendar this year, while you're looking at it as an organizer's dream come true, mm. <laughs> I, I did stuff. look at it and go, that is odd that it fell on a Sunday. It was weird to me. Hmm. I mean, it happens every seven years. You just don't remember the last time it happened. No, no. No, I understand that too. And when I say New Year's same me, it's mostly about like, I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to overhaul my entire life. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to. And if it happened fabulous but at the same time like I can tell myself all day long I'm going to drink a gallon of water every single day and then January 2nd I've had 12 (laughs) iced coffees and a diet Pepsi and I'm like well see same old same old (laughs) that just sounds so much more pleasurable (laughs) than a gallon of water I mean that's true true I and I think that's why I really don't like resolutions. I used to do them a long time ago. And I think now I just aim for goals because I feel like a resolution seems so black and white where a goal can be almost achieved and you feel okay about it. Where if you don't hit a resolution at all, like I want to lose 50 pounds. Like, yeah, I, I think that's fair to say I, because I'm such a goal oriented person, I tend to call them goals instead of resolutions. Mm -hmm. Um, and I try to not set like weight restrictions on things. I would like to lose weight for sure, mm-hmm. but I tried to not put a number on it. I tried to focus on the habit. I know that that's like a stereotypical thing to say, but that's really what I'm focusing on moving into this next year is doing the things to get me there, but working on the habit. The habit is where they say it's at. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Game, and, it, 21 days 
Is that the so I actually was reading a book the other day that was talking about it's different for everybody. That for some people, it can be as minimal as two weeks. And for some people, it can take three months. Okay. Oh, I must be. I have no idea where I fall on that spectrum because I don't usually last that long. (laughs) (laughs) I, but I, to force yourself into doing something that you truly just dislike. For sure. You gotta find something that you're into. Like, especially thinking of exercise, right? Like. I want to be one of those people that looks forward to it and is like energized by it. But like if, you know, you, somebody told me to go run a mile. First of all, I'm, I may have a heart attack or an asthma attack. An asthma attack is very likely for me, but then like, that's not fun for me. I'm not going to look forward to that. I'm not going to wake up and be like, yes, I get to do this today. I have never enjoyed exercising. I never will enjoy exercising. I, I can think of a million other terrible things I'd rather do than exercise, but I do want to lose weight. <laughs> so it's tough. It's there's a tough. problem here. I love food. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, there's that, these celebrities are doing that shot thing. And if I could get my hands on that, and I know I shouldn't advocate for that, but realistically, listen, if I was famous and I had it at my disposal, pump me up. Yep. Yeah, but that shot also, because all of the celebrities are using it, people who need it, like the diabetic people who need it, can't get it. Oh, that aside, I agree with you. I agree. Of course. course. Yes. Yes. Makes sense. But (laughs) if... There was a way to get it that I wouldn't be taking it out of like the mouth of the people or the skin of the people, I guess I should say that need it. Um, (laughs) I would absolutely really appreciate it. And I just feel like it would take that edge off of Mm -hmm. getting you closer to your goal Mm -hmm. without, and I will say it without the hard work, because when you love something, look at how many people try to quit smoking and they go back to it. And it's very hard or quit drinking. It is very, very hard. So why is it not any, why would it not be just as hard for someone to stop overeating? It's um, here, here to tell you, it's very hard. (laughs) Yes. I I seriously, I believe it. Like even just, I feel like, and this is, you know, obviously not to the same level as uh, nicotine addiction or an alcohol addiction or whatever else it is. But I feel like I truly have like some sort of sugar addiction. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think a lot of people have something similar that have a sweet tooth and I am going to try to go on a bit of a detox. I don't know how long. Um, and I know that it's in everything, right? Like it's in your bread, it's in your milk or whatever, you know, it's just in everything. Um, but I really, part of my goals for myself, which I have not started yet, but part of the goal for myself is to really decrease my sugar consumption because I have been in such a, I'm still postpartum, right? Like you're considered postpartum for a year and my baby's 10 months old and I've been getting no sleep. And so I forget if, you know, there's serotonin, dopamine, you know, endorphins, all of that stuff that runs through your brain. And I forget which one's which at this point, but like, it's a quick fix, right? Like food tends to be that quick fix for me. And I think that that goes for a lot of people with different addictions is it's that quick fix. And like, that's not what's going to elevate you. It's not going to push you forward. 
Well, that's what, the well, same thing. People like will have a cup of coffee to get them like going in the afternoon or whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's the same concept. I think people like I love coffee so much, but I mm-hmm. don't like crave it like someone who loves sugar. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, it just makes me feel good. I want it, but it's not like I'm going to lose my mind or my body is going to react if I don't have it. Maybe I'll get For a little sure. headache, you know, but it's not, I'm not going to crave it so much where I'm like, where's the sugar? So it is different. So mm-hmm. I have been on this little health journey of mine yeah, yeah. for, I don't even know, since the end of October. Yeah. Because why wait for a new year? That's right. You didn't have to. Boom. Bam. Yes. And rem- you may remember, and I think we talked about this on the podcast, that when I turned 37 in September, mm-hmm. I was like, yes. I got to get, yeah, get myself ready for 40. Like. I don't want to go into 40 feeling, looking, being this way, right? And like so many aspects of my life. Um, but I will tell you, I have a dear, dear friend who has been helping me with this weight journey. And I hate to call it a journey, but that's what it is. Hey, that's what it is. Um, maybe in 2023, I'll find a new phrase for that. But um, I have to tell you, I really don't crave sugar anymore. Um, which sounds insane because where there is chocolate, there is Bridget. Like <laughs> I sign me up and it's not anything crazy. Just counting macros and making sure I'm getting enough protein and, um, sticking in a calorie deficit, but nothing that is even really hard to do. Um, so we can talk about that, Danielle, if you want. That's seriously, that sounds so amazing. I think the and this, everybody's got excuses for everything, right? And so ask me in a couple of months and I'll switch it to something else, I'm sure. But right now I'm up all night long. Like I'm literally <laughs> I, going on like two to three mm-hmm. hours of sleep. Uh, occasionally I'll just like text my husband and I'm like, listen, you got to take over because <laughs> like we can't talk, right? Like because then the baby's going to wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you got to take over for me. I need another hour of sleep. I need another two hours of sleep where like today we had this going on and stuff. So I probably got like maybe close to four hours of sleep, but like, that's like, that's good. Like I'm functioning on that now. And when it's in the middle of the night, first of all, you're up all night, you get hungry when you're not sleeping, you know? (laughs) So that's really tough. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have a four course meal or you know, I'm like, I'm going to grab a granola bar, which is full of like, you know, 20 sure. grams of sugar or something. But so I just read an article, I think it was yesterday, and I'll see if I can find it and link it in the show notes. Um, but they were talking about how one of the biggest um, ways to struggle with losing weight, even if you're actively trying to, is by not getting enough sleep. Um, and it's all chemical. It's mm-hmm. not even necessarily it's the middle of the night and I'm hungry it's just chemical reactions um so i'll see if i can find that article i think it was like an apple news article yeah that's um, interesting and yeah. I, and i don't know if you guys are like this if i wake up in the middle of the night which i often do because i have a senior dog who is my issue now yeah. but i that is when if i feel like if i don't eat something i'm gonna throw up like it I do that so different. Like, I don't know if it's just the stomach acids it's. And so if I'm trying to fall back asleep and my stomach is just like sitting there, like, like I have to eat something. And 
maybe I should just eat the canola bar, but I typically like will eat another meal. Like it's really bad. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that feeling because I get it during the day. I've never had it in the middle of the night, but I definitely get it in the middle of the day if I, especially with counting macros, um, there's times where I want to save for the end of the night, right? Mm-hmm. And then come four o'clock, like if I don't eat something, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw up. And yeah. I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my thing. That's where real. I go to. But I literally, it doesn't happen all the time. But in the middle of the night, wh- if I'm up for too long, it like a huge, like, not nauseous, nauseated feeling Nause, like yeah. washes over me. And I'm like, ooh, something's got to go in here or I'm going to throw up. Go out. Sure. I agree. And I will say when someone has their health journey or their weight journey as part of their goal, for a new year, it is so much harder to possibly be the cheerleader for them. And let me explain. So one of my goals is I want to do a TikTok and reel. It's going to be the same one every single day for this entire year. I want to do 365 videos. You guys can hold me to that accountability so much easier. You'd be like, Amanda, did you do that video? Get your video out. And I'm not offended. You guys are just pushing me to do what I've said to do. I never in a million years, no matter how much I love you both, am going to say, hey, Danielle, smack that out of your hand. (laughs) No Snickers Mm -hmm. for you. Bridget, should you be eating that right now? Like I'm never in a million years going to do that to someone who is working on their health journey. And so even though maybe I should, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. but I just can't and I never would. Now, that might be helpful for some people, but let me tell you, coming from a place or a past where mm-hmm. food is shameful, mm-hmm. if someone looks at me, and it's happened, if someone looks at me and says, mm, is that what you should be eating? I immediately, it's like this wave of shame. Trauma, and- I'm sure. Yes. And it and, has happened. And so how, like... It's almost fun, fair, unfair to you, though, because you're not getting that extra accountability that maybe a person needs, but no one's ever going to give because it's so insensitive or hurtful. And so I think anyone who chooses that to be their goal, it's kind of like they're on an island by themselves unless they have a really good medical practitioner that's helping them along. So I have my friend Sandra that's helping me and I check in with her once a week and she's wonderful. Um, So I'll just say. I lost two pounds or I'm up a half a pound or, you know, whatever, whatever the Mm -hmm. truth is that week. And she'll say, you know, great. How does that make you feel? Um, What's your plan for next week? What were your wins this week? I mean, even if I come to her and say, I gained five pounds this week, which I haven't done, but who knows? Um, She would never say, well, what did you do wrong? She would say, okay, what's the plan for next week? Mm -hmm. Like we move forward. And And I love that. Lindsay Wolf was she's been on our show yeah. and Brandon yes. and I signed up for her course back in 20 I don't remember 21 before I, I think it was 2020 2021 something like that I feel like it was before the pandemic it was, was it? not it was not um, during it was not you it were living after. with your mom yes yes I was I was living with my mom at the time yep so anyway it's 2021 Fun. maybe yeah something like that. And, um, it was, that's how she was. Her approach was very soft about stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't coming from a place of shame. It was more of a, 
Um, how do you feel about that? Okay, you don't feel great about that. Here's what we can change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about as we're in the new year is no by January. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. My favorite. It's Daniel's not, favorite. I was going to say, <laughs> not Bridget's by the look on her face. <laughs> it is not my favorite. It, it is not. <laughs> so we've already had two accidents in no by January. It's um, the third? Mm -hmm. As of this recording, the third, mm -hmm. it'll come out on the fifth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> here are the, here are the accents though, which I don't think are terrible. Okay. okay. So prior to New Year's Eve, Chris and I had plans to go out to dinner because mm -hmm. mom was going to take, his mom was going to take um, the kids and we were like, oh, we'll just go to dinner on, on New Year's day. Never even thought that like, no, by January was happening. So we went to dinner. We went with a uh, friend and they were like, so no, by January starts tomorrow. Then I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I guess so. I said, but I'm not bringing stuff into my house. So I still feel good about this. Right. Like it's a compromise. That's more yeah. what I focus on personally. Yes. Um, we do tend to eat out. We just eat out often. Anyways, we do cut way back um, during no by January. We've been doing this for like, I don't even know. A long six time years or something um but our stuff it, it's more of the stuff brought into the house like it's just we get so overwhelmed brandon more so than me my husband more so than me because he just hates all things um but especially having kids they get so much stuff for christmas i'm still so overwhelmed with like the amount of things you know you said anyways it doesn't matter Ours is more stuff focused. Well, so yesterday I made a mistake. Oh, um, what was the I, stuff? And I'm going to justify it. Here okay. we are. Here we are. Aaron is almost 12. Mm -hmm. He wears a men's size, smaller medium. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he grows out of his stuff so fast. Like it's outrageous to me. So anyway, Chris and I went grocery shopping last night because we are meal prepping we got five nights of dinners bought like we're very excited and i walked by the men's clearance section and i was like oh we should look and see if they have pants for aaron so i did buy him a clearance sweatshirt and cle a clearance pair of pants but i deem those things necessary i i do as well i mean clothing is a necessity okay yeah. especially with children us not buying clothing totally different totally different sure. Then totally us different. not buying our growing because anyone who has a boy literally I I just don't think girls grow this way but they can grow two inches overnight it is unreal like Ooh, I don't understand how it can happen like it. but it happens and I think it, it, you would be so you would feel awful if you weren't doing that yeah so but those are the only two things I have not purchased on not Amazon bad. yeah I mean it's the third um, <laughs> the other thing I'm real nervous Baby steps. about real real nervous about is these fingernails okay they're already a little longer than i'm comfortable with okay. but i was like i'm doing it because i just wanted them to be but if i have to go a month without fixing these we're gonna be in trouble i can probably get another week and a half out of them but then i'm not sure what to do so it's I bring so this up because danielle i need your advice 
I really don't know. My nails are haggard right now. They're just so bad. <laughs> it's just so I don't take care of my nails at all. I do think self-care is still important during a no-buy month. Could you mm-hmm. classify that into self-care? I mean, I think you you do or, already, uh, don't you? Consider that like, I mean, it's it's hygiene, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's wink, wink. It's like buying soap. <laughs> it's a necessity, clearly. <laughs> you wouldn't let your nails done because it's like buying soap. It's like buying soap, and you must continue to always look professional as a professional. Yeah. Wink, now, wink. last year, I got my nails done on like the 30th or something. I remember. The whole month of January. And when I went back, my nail tech said, whoa. (laughs) Like he was flabbergasted. Would you, so what are they gel? Are they acrylic? What are they? Do I know? They're they're gel and they're not, they're not super grown out right now. But give it a week. How fast do your nails grow? Jeez. So fast. So fast. I'm over here deprived of nutrients and they're just like. (laughs) I, so I will say my health journey that I'm taking a little bit more seriously, and I know I've said this before, but I do continue because it's baby steps for me. I'm always a baby stepper when it comes to like me. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm better than I was last year at this time. It's continuing to feed myself proper ish nutrition and Mm -hmm. going that extra mile and taking a little bit better care of myself. I did much better in 2022 than I think I've ever done in my life with getting some things taken care of and I agree eating better. Mm -hmm. And so this year, I'm a little bit more excited because I'm telling you, the older you get, the harder it is to recover from like a common illness. It's stupid. That is so true. 100%. It's dumb. And so if I can give my body a little extra bonus chance to fight it a little bit better and it doesn't have to take such a toll on my body by having Mm -hmm. some proper nutrition because like I'll be the last to eat the best of the meal like I've always been like that like Mm -hmm. I'll give it to Marcus and Owen make sure they have their proteins this or that whatever and then I'll eat like just buttered noodles or something as we've discussed before and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to maybe I'll eat buttered noodles but I'll actually also eat some green beans (laughs) yeah I think that's fair is That's a not huge step for me, like a really huge step for me. So I, I'm getting better at that and I'm feeling better about 2023 that I'm going to implement even some better things. Something you said sparked uh, something mm-hmm. that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is when we are trying to make changes, a lot of times they do happen in baby steps because that's just more attainable. It's just more mm-hmm. feasible that way instead of going from like zero to 60. Yeah. But when when we start to create these new, like, I don't want to call them habits, but like these new foundations, then that becomes the norm for us. Mm-hmm. And we forget how far we've actually come. Mm-hmm. So like you can sit here and reflect back on like, okay, I did better in 2022 than I did in 2021. A lot of people forget how they started the year off or what the the previous year was even like. So, and I really don't have a, an example of how to fix that. I mean, maybe journal or something, or maybe like label out, like if it's a weight situation or whatever, I guess like, um, take a picture of yourself or, or journal about whatever the the issues are that you want to change, like try to figure out a, a way to get that down. So it's something that you can reflect on. Cause I know that we've been like that, lately where we're like 
man, you know, the, the house has been getting messy, but it seems like we're always trying to clean. And then I look back to like where we were a year ago and we're like, wow, we actually have like these routines in place. And like, you totally forget about that because that becomes your new baseline. And Absolutely. so now you're, you're like, oh, well, I need to go beyond that where you're like, no, look at where I was. Right. Absolutely. Like better does not have to be good. Like yeah. it is better is good, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be good or great. Like yeah. to be measured. It doesn't as have to be perfect. Progress. It just has to be. Yes. Yeah. So I, I feel like very accomplished that I'm better at so many things than I was. And that should be celebrated a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think people always think that progress needs to be a linear upward motion thing mm-hmm. when that's not true. Progress mm-hmm. actually goes up and down as long as your plateaus and a little bit higher than where you were previously. Absolutely. It's the same thing with, you know, weight loss. When you look at the overall chart, Mm -hmm. you're never going to see someone start up here and go down in a a straight line. Right. It's always going to fluctuate because like- Rarely are people going to lose a pound a week forever, you know, or, or two pounds a week or whatever it is, it's going to be, I gained a pound here and I lost two here and then, oh, I'm up a half a pound or whatever. And hopefully the goal is that you get to that weight that then you're just maintaining and every day you're maintaining is a great day within, you know, a couple pounds here and there. Um, And I guess I look at any weight that I want to lose. I haven't defined where my new body is. I know my new body is my new body. Mm -hmm. I don't know what weight that new body should be. That's Mm. I'm I'm right there with you. Right? Because me at 40 looks a certain way. And no matter how much weight I I lose or gain, I'm Mm -hmm. still going to look a certain way. And so I don't know if is 20 pounds too much? Is 10 pounds just enough? I don't know yet. You know what I mean? So I'm Mm -hmm. kind of trying to figure out where my new normal for my age (laughs) is. Um, So we'll, we'll see. (laughs) I'm right there with you. It's, it's my body is postpartum. I'm now after having two kids and I'm trying to compare my body to what it was before kids, but my body shape has changed. Like not to get like super graphic, but like everybody, we're all friends here, right? Absolutely. Like my hips have changed. Mm -hmm. Like I used to be more narrow and now I'm, I'm more wide set because I birthed two humans. Babies. Yeah. And like, obviously I still have weight that I want to lose from those pregnancies, but it's, it's going to be a completely different shape. So even if I got back down to my pre-baby weight, and I'm putting that in quotes because I hate when people are like, oh, my pre-baby weight. Um, but my body is still going to look different. I guarantee it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. Progress is just looking a little bit differently than what, what it looked like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and competing with yourself and nobody else. That's, Oh, that's the hard part. Um, I have a book recommendation. Ooh. I always like to read that. Well, you guys may have already read this. You guys may have already known about this, but no, me and our listeners, they haven't. <laughs> this is an extremely popular think, book. But do we think Amanda's read it? Uh, no. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, but this oh. is a book that I always like to start out the new year with for the last couple of years. And I think it's a great one. It gets... It gets a bad rap sometimes. Um, it, don't take everything as 100% fact for yourself, right? Like you got to take from books what works for you. Mm-hmm. The book that I like to 
read every year is Atomic Habits. And I like to read it at the beginning of the year. So somebody recommended that to me. Um, oh, good. And I am, but I don't have it and I can't buy it because it's no by January. Um, and Can you I find can- it on like a library app? I am going to, yes, I'm going to look because that was my goal was to read it in January um, because it did feel like a good new year, Mm -hmm. you know, read. Um, So I'm going to, I'm using my journal. Look at you. I'm going to just take a little note, Atomic Habits. It's such a good one. I also, I recommend, um, I can't, we don't cuss on this platform. Okay, but you are a bad mm-hmm. ASS. <laughs> I'll spell it. <laughs> and it's I, Jen Sincero. Mm, I love her so much. It might be a little bit more woo-woo-y for some because I'm she talks woo-woo. about like affirmations quite a bit and like the way that you speak to yourself. And I know that some people aren't into that, but that is another great one. I pretty much, I read that one every single January as well, which... I should get back out, but I'm, I'm in another book right now, but it's so good. You know what I did? I logged on to our Monroe County library system. Yeah, you did. And I went on there and requested books. Can Ooh. you guess what books I requested to come to my very friendly library just right down the road? Okay. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Oh, do you, go, go, go. I don't have a guess. I was going to ask some qualified Same. questions. Sure. Same. Are, are, are they fiction? That was my question. Fiction no. or nonfiction? Nonfiction. Okay. Okay. Are they um, <laughs> historical or like business driven? Neither. The business. <gasps> what? No way. <laughs> it's going to make so much sense when you guys hear what it is. I'm so excited. But you're going to laugh when it is because you're going to go, get out of here, Amanda. You're never going to use do it. Do I have this book? I'm turning around looking at my bookshelf right now. most certainly do not. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm going to try Mediterranean diet. Like, like just like not the diet itself, but we do really enjoy Mediterranean food. And I, for one, I love Pinterest, but I'm really getting tired of just looking at my phone. Like it's really yeah. bothering me. Like I'm done. Like it's, it like it almost hurts my neck now. Like it's so stupid. I don't even know why. Like, and so I'm like, I'm just going to go in the library and get some cookbooks for that because we just like it. So I ordered five or I requested five of them. And so I think I might actually cook from a few of them other than just looking at the pictures. Cause we know that's what Amanda usually does when she gets cookbooks is just looks at the pictures and that. I mean, anything, right. But I think I'm going to do it and maybe I'll get some TikToks or reels out of them. So there is, I've been watching YouTube for the last 13 years. Like I am, I'm an OG YouTube watcher. Um, I actually uh, uploaded videos once upon a time, very short lived. I know. Was it under creepy Danielle? It was not. I (laughs) think it was just under my name, I guess. I don't remember. But anyways, I digress. And there is a, um, a family that I watch on there. And I've been watching the wife for years. Her name's Jessica. I've been watching her for 10 years, however long she's been on YouTube. And her and her husband do the same thing. They are cookbook fanatics because they don't constantly want to be on their phone. And they just feel like it gives them more of like a, I I think we've talked about this before, of like the Huga, which is like the Danish uh, cozy 
sense. Mm-hmm. And they get that feeling from like the cookbooks. And I love that so much. I don't cook, but <laughs> if I did, that may be the way that I go. And I love Mediterranean food. Like I really do. I do so if any of our listeners are listening and have a great recipe you want to share with us, please send us a message with all of the good details or a link to it. Yes. My husband will be watching for these because he cooks. (laughs) And I don't know about you guys, but I really, I'm not in love with anything that I'm eating lately. Same. It's all just food. Like the meat Mm -hmm. tastes different to me. And it's not you the think taste. that that could be like the sickness, residual <clears throat> sickness? Oh. Maybe. It's more of the texture, though, to me. Ooh, I'm a big texture eater, so I get like, it. Some chicken tastes different. Like the texture mm-hmm. of the chicken tastes different to me. Yep. Um, so a lot of the recipes that I've been cooking as of lately is with like meat cut up much smaller. So you're not like actually getting the texture <laughs> like or song. You're speaking my language here. Right? And that's where Mediterranean is, is usually either very thin, you know, or very cut up in these like bowls and stuff. So that's where I'm like, maybe that'll be a good solution. We'll see. Interesting. I dig it. Chris and I um, have a recipe. Well, we got it from my friends, um, from my mom board. And some of them may listen to this. So hello, if you are. Hello. Um, But they shared it. Couple years ago, it's called Greek chicken, mm. and it's just chicken breast. yeah, chicken breast, and it's marinated. I'll I'll link the recipe in the show notes. Um, but it's just a a very simple and easy marinade, and then you grill it, and you can have it with like pita and hummus or a salad, um, whatever you want. It's really good. Mm. And I love like the olives. I love olives so much. I love olives too. I do not. Oh, do you like any olive? No, I don't. It is like taking a tablespoon of salt and ingesting it. I do. That's why I love it. No. (laughs) I, so when I don't feel good sometimes, like if I need, I think it's when my, maybe I'm dehydrated or something. I don't know. And I need that salt. I don't intake. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just will pop a couple of those. And I'm like, oh, that like it resets my body somehow. Listen, I can't explain that, it. That's definitely a sign of dehydration. And maybe, <laughs> maybe just take a sip of water next time. It's true. <laughs> okay, I'll do that as I'm settling my stomach with some salty. That's <laughs> fine. That is fine. But chase it with some water. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> I'll chase it with some water indeed. Indeed. <laughs> By the way, something that really helps your stomach settle and your gut settle and stuff, whether it's food related or whatever else is going on, peppermint tea. Mm. Love mm, peppermint I've tea. Heard that. So good. Mm. Works like a charm. And, and it I tastes love me some burners if it wasn't so expensive right now. Like the ex- the cost of pop right now, mind blowing. Verner's is for when you are 12 and you've been throwing up all day. That's it. That's the only time that drinking Verner's is acceptable in my book. You know, there's no way I have cozy feelings to getting sick as a kid. However, there is something very calming and soothing to actually drink a Verner's as an adult. And that's why I love it. So even though I would have been miserable while I was consuming it as a kid, like my mom must have been really good at like – 
taking care of us when we were sick then because I have just this warm feeling when I like digest it. It makes me want to throw up because I only (laughs) ever had it when I threw up. (laughs) I just don't like it. I just don't like it. I'm not a ginger person at all anyways. And so I know it's not like real ginger in there, but it has like the flavor to it. And I know ginger is like so healthy for you. I cannot stand ginger. It's gross. It's spicy, weird. I don't like it. (laughs) You might actually, you probably still won't love it, but they did a black cherry flavor that was a limited time and it was delicious. It was like Dr. Pepper married Verner's, which I love Verner's and Dr. Pepper. I also don't like Dr. Pepper. It's okay. It's okay. Are we still friends? Absolutely. Okay, good. I am absolutely all-inclusive for different flavors in life. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could not have said two worst pops for me to combine. Like, listen, like, it's, I act like I'm chugging this stuff. I can't tell you the last time I've had a Dr. Pepper or even a Verner's for that matter, but I love them. Yeah. I am going to try real hard to do no pop, mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to be be pretty strict on that one, I think, because I love LaCroix and mm. LaCroix does the same thing for me that pop does. So mm. why wouldn't I go for that route? I know it's <laughs> Bridget's face is not happy right now. And I know that people don't get it. And it's like, what do they say? Like a, a Skittle dissolved in water next to whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like drove by a lime truck. I think. Yeah. Is <laughs> it's so good though. I will say, when I was doing really good, I was doing the 21 day fix and I did it for mm. a couple different months. And you basically drink water or black coffee, basically, were your yeah, options. Yeah. And so when I slowly introduced, like, I took out all, and this was years ago, and I took out all of my pop. And after not having it for a really long time, that LaCroix really did hit the spot because it does. It's a very weak carbonation, but not after. It didn't feel like it after not having the real carbonation and the other beverages. And so Mm -hmm. it wasn't bad. Like, I don't love it, but it does really hit the spot if you're watching what you're drinking. Over our Christmas break, I haven't had Mountain Dew in years because um, of like the caffeine intake and stuff. And I'm constantly pregnant and breastfeeding and I choose no caffeine at that time. Uh, over our Christmas break, I tried it because we had some at our house. And I was like, oh, no, this is so much flavor. My body was like, I can't. I can't handle it. Do you know one of my favorite drinks is the Mountain Dew Code Red? Oh, Brandon's a big Code Red person, too. I, I was voltage all day. Voltage. My God. I don't think I could do Code Red anymore. But in my mm-hmm. younger years... I consumed multiple cold reds a day. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, uh, I think, <laughs> did you guys ever watch Zombieland? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was his drink of choice. The main <laughs> character, that was his drink of choice. Why do I oh, remember that? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when his, anyways, we don't need to get into it. But <laughs> I love that movie. That's such a good movie. It is a good movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> and if our listeners haven't, figured out this new year we're trying a new funner funner more fun more fun. of this show unless, we're, unless it comes to grammar because we're not messing around with grammar <laughs> but that's why you're here bridget <laughs> she just said funner and i went I and then but amanda two years ago would have just kept rolling but i actually said more fun like i corrected myself so i'm 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 improved not great but i'm improved uh, 
we're just kind of now having conversations. We're not going to necessarily hit certain topics every single podcast episode. We are just having fun because when we first started our podcast, it truly was in the midst of the pandemic where we just were getting on Zoom and mm-hmm. doing this. And that's where the yeah. idea was born. We should start recording. So really, we're going right back to our roots. Yeah, yeah we are. And, and let me tell you, sorry to interrupt you. Oh, interrupt. But we haven't recorded in a while. A long time. Because we had, you know, we we pre-recorded just a little peek behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. We recorded some episodes mm-hmm. so that our break was a little bit longer yep. so that we could apparently not enjoy the holiday. Um, but the plan was to enjoy it originally. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so we have not gotten together in months. Like this oh. is the first time I've seen your faces. No. For sure. Sorry, I look so tired. Also, something <laughs> else. We This is going to be audio only. Yes. yes. We are going to be retiring our video So you don't get to see how exhausted I look and the dark bag (laughs) circles under my eyes. You don't get to see any of that. And you're welcome. (laughs) You're so silly. You're so silly. But we're experiencing potentially longer episodes. This one has drug on. And we're still listening. It's just because we haven't seen each other. So they won't all be this long. Um, But yeah, so we potentially longer episodes... Um, and just more casual conversation, which is what I look for in a podcast, as we know. <laughs> Listen, if you have listened this long, reach out to us and give us what what's like a weird emoji that they can like send us. And we know that you are a true fan. Oh, yeah. If they got to this point. If yeah, they got right. to this point. You can send us just any one individual emoji. <laughs> yeah. Send us, send us your favorite emoji that's not like. The laughing cry face or like the hearts because we get those a yeah. lot. But like your favorite unusual. Yeah. Like a pineapple or one of the cats with like heart eyes or something. I don't know. I, she goes right for a cat with heart eyes. I know, like, <laughs> I've I never eggman. used that one ever in my life. Ever. <laughs> I have not either. Why can't there be more dog emojis instead Thank of filled you. with cat emojis? Mm, Rude. Right? Isn't there even like cat people? You know that there's more oh. dog people than cat people, right? Like, is that a thing? That's the general consensus, there's, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I don't want to, we don't want to ruffle any feathers or take away the cat emojis. We're just asking for more dog emojis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is when the podcast episode starts going south. Yeah. Going yes. south. Okay. So. <laughs> That's our sign. That's our sign. Don't forget to follow us uh, wherever you can find us on the interwebs there it is listen to us on your favorite audio podcast application platform there you go i was like (laughs) thing i don't know what what are they called (laughs) thing totally is acceptable and if there's something you want us to talk about let us know because it doesn't even have to be a topic anymore it can just be a normal conversation so if there's a conversation you want us to talk about send us a message and you'll get our take on it that's right well, oh, I guess we should say we won't see you next week. We will see you in two weeks mm-hmm. um, yeah. because that is our new format. I think when we ended our very last episode, we did mention that we were going to be changing some things to just align with our values as wanting to yeah. spend more time with our families or 
and our business and things like that. So bi-weekly. So we will see you in two weeks. Yep. Don't forget. It's okay to pivot a little bit. We recommend that everybody does that in the new year as well. Uh I like that. Great way to end it. Happy 2023, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye, guys.